Hey, how are you doing? Hope you're do doing uh, well out there. I don't know. I get a little melancholy around now. Um, it's 2.31. What is it, Thursday now? In Chicago. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, when I get melancholy, <laughs> which I've been a lot lately, um, I like to... For some reason, I like to read a lot of romance manga or watch some romance anime. And, you know, that means that you dig in a lot of garbage and, you know, there's not a lot of spaces where you can tra talk about the really trashy shit that you like. So, I'm going to talk about it here. hope that's okay. Um, I feel like I just have to get this off my chest. I just got to talk to somebody about domestic girlfriend, <laughs> which is... I feel like a, a premise that's so trashy that basically you're immediately, you're bound to immediately get dismissed uh, into the realm of absolutely trash weebs who uh, watch things that are borderline hentai, I guess. But like, I got into it, like, got into it because I just, you know, it's like a really salacious, trashy premise, but, uh, I did, would not have continued reading nearly 30 volumes of it if it wasn't actually good, I feel like, at this point. Um, I ended up liking quite a lot about it. I watched the first season of the anime a long time ago. And I think it's weaker because it doesn't really continue the plot. It's, it adds its own things and the characterizations that are pretty good, but kind of um, ends before the plot really starts going. Um, and of course, if you haven't heard the premise, the whole thing is uh, about a high school boy, thir third year, I think. So it's probably like 17, 18, I think it's probably like 17, um, who's in love with this teacher, you know, and she's 24, so obviously she's not going to have it, um, and feels really unrequited love for her, um, he gets sent to a mixer with a bunch of other high school students, he meets some girl from another school who he walks out of the mixer with, um, who surprisingly asks him to sleep with her so that she can lose her virginity <laughs> and kind of like get it over with and kind of you know she's just picking him from a out of random um so he loses his virginity <laughs> his virginity to her and they lose their virginity together um so uh you know so far so normal I've seen other stuff like you know, that kind of premise, like Scum's Wish or whatever, which I have not followed up on. Um, and of course, uh, when he gets home, after all this drama, he learns that his dad's getting remarried, and lo and behold, the person his dad's getting married to has two daughters, and one of them is the girl that he lost his virginity to, and the other one is his teacher, who he has a huge crush on. Now they're all going to be living under the same roof as his stepsisters. 
And I, I feel like I shouldn't have to say it, but you know, uh, maybe don't fuck your stepsisters. And if you're 24 years old or whatever the fuck age she is, maybe don't fuck a teenager. Um, I feel like you can't talk about this shit without... <laughs> like, I understand that if at this point you have heard this and you're like, nope, I'm out, I'm ejecting. Yeah, you know, fair enough. But, uh... I mean, if you're gonna go for the premise, go for it, and this show really fucking goes for it. I think that it really helps that um, this show is, well, not the show, this manga is written by a woman. It is very much a shonen mold of um, salaciousness and romantic comedy situations and near harem things that are like never going to. Um, materialize because uh you know this main character is just so nice and thoughtful that he just gets all the girls to fall in love with him without doing anything which you know no i'll, I'll skip that part <laughs> i'm just gonna say that uh i've been in some comedy manga-esque situations and they did not turn out <laughs> they never really turn out this uh this well um but they, it really takes the premise to the end and you know by the end of the show like i think one of the things that i really like is that um a lot of romance shit spends like fucking you know 15 volumes or whatever dodging around the question of their, if they're gonna get together and they never really do anything after they do maybe just like an epilogue where they're like oh they're married now and it's like that's it that's all you get um, and they really go into a lot of, like, what the fuck would this relationship look like, and what would the consequences be, and what are the social repercussions of that thing, and what are the problems and stuff that they're gonna face, um, and we got some really wild shit that's really fun, but also, like, each character still feels like emotionally fleshed out and complete and even when there's like characters that I don't always like the characterization or depiction of uh, they still have like a, another layer that I appreciate um, I mean I'm just gonna have to talk about like some of the stuff in the plot but uh, Nobody, the thing is, nobody has, there's not, like, a lot of that, like, comedy misunderstanding where somebody mishears something and then they hold it with them for three volumes or whatever until it gets cleared up. That's really aggravating. In fact, like, the one person who, like, refuses, like, to, sh who, like, shuts down and uh, refuses to communicate, like, everybody fucking in their life t fucking tells her off. And says, so like, you can't do this. It's not going to really, like, work as a relationship. So you have to, like you know work on that um people just have problems and then they talk about them it might take a while for them to talk about it like you know it does but they eventually talk them through and like it's satisfying to see people emotionally mature and like have an actual relationship develop instead of like constantly resetting the status quo um and then like i said those like characters who are like there's the fucking gay bartender that they talk to who's just like this collection of 
comedic gay tropes who's like hypersexual, hits on everybody, cross dresses but is not pretty. So, you know, obviously we shouldn't mock him for wanting to be feminine. But then at the same time is like very thought a very thoughtful adult in the main character's life who gives him good advice and has like is also like um the 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 um, son of a yakuza boss and his ex yakuza so it's like a bunch of tattoos and like knows how to intimidate people and like there's like a really um interesting dynamic of him being this gay man who has to be also a hyper masculine figure that he just couldn't deal with with his family and um got ostracized because of it which like ends up like a lot coming back a few times in like a really interesting way um and even having some people from like the family like talk to him and be when he starts doing the mat put, put upon masculine voice tell him like you know you don't have to do that fake shit around me which is an interesting dynamic um and just like lots of small things like that where it's like man this uh is really loaded in a way that's kind of uncomfortable but generally hits the mark um, and at some point, uh, <laughs> this thing turns into like a <laughs> a subplot of like two characters, like the main character becoming a writer and like straight up having like to go into contests and have rivalries, but then also um, do mentorships with older figures who become like key parts of their lives in interesting ways, and um, uh, the girlfriend going to learn how to cook as her career and just becomes like a cooking manga for a little bit and she like learns all these dishes and you can tell that the writer really wanted to just go ham drawing you know delicious dishes and eventually they go to America and study under like a fucking Michelin star restaurant <laughs> to learn the most perfect and beautiful Italian cooking or whatever which is really funny and then there's like a weird um subplot about racism in the workplace <laughs> where the racist white guy at work starts picking on her because she's Japanese and uh really um there's a lot of good English dialogue that would be incredible if it got an ad anime adaptation because I really need to hear fucking anime English line reads of this um and it's a uh, like they really go for like a lot of she, the author really goes for like a lot of things like she goes for it every fucking time um and most of the time it kind of like sticks the landing once you get past like you know the really loaded initial premise and stuff um which is like i get like a real big ask but like it ends up being like one of the better written romances romance manga that i've like read with like compelling characters and conflicts and um developments and you fucking get to see them become adults everybody becomes adults like the they go into college and you get to see their college life and then you see them pair up and um finally lives their lives and become like full adults and uh some of them have kids or whatever 
And you get a you know, you don't get like the whole like now they're full adults and what's their <laughs> entire adult look adult life look like, but you get like a bit of it in like a satisfying way. Um I guess like the only thing that I can really say about like the way what I walked away from it from is like um it, for such a like scandalous premise or whatever it really ends up being kind of a fairly what's the word I'm looking for um homonormative or heteronormative uh rather depiction of what relationships look like you know they have the one subplot <laughs> of the girl has a crush on another girl and of course she can't, ha you know, her feelings can't be returned because fucking, I don't, you know, I don't know. I never know why. It's always, it always, they always gotta have one of those, you know? They gotta acknowledge it and then not do anything with it. Um, and then like they come up with like a very heteronormative idea of what family and stuff looks like by the end. Um, with like a few twists uh but i guess like the ending kind of soured me because like kind of felt like a cop-out like they have everybody grow and you know have to make their compromises and have to live with the decisions they make and then at the end they have to have like one more twist that throws everything out of whack and like changes the status quo right before the end um to have a really long epilogue where everybody gets happy in like a really weird roundabout way that I don't really buy and I think it's kind of like some coward shit. Because like, they're just really trying to make sure that everybody doesn't leave unfulfilled. And I feel like in trying to do that, and trying to make everybody happy, it becomes like one of the parts where it feels kind of forced and kind of um, yeah, it just, it just feels forced and, like, uh, in a way that, like, it sometimes got to, it got to in, like, convoluted plot points before, but, um, really just comes out of nowhere by the finale and kind of left a sour taste in my in my mouth, but, like, a month later, here I am month and maybe two late I think it's two months at this point I'm still fucking thinking about this and I'm still trying to fucking talk to people about it um I will tell anybody who listens about it uh which I guess is you it's just like it, end it ended up being like one of my more f probably like my favorite <laughs> romance manga of recent memory because it's like as much I, I was actually um, surprised to find out that it was published in a shonen magazine because like as far as it has like that presentation initially it really does feel like a shoujo manga in the ways that it gets um, to develop its characters and stuff and has space makes space for that but without kind of like the convoluted stuff that kind of like wheel spinning that a lot of long-running stuff can end up doing in a frustrating way yeah it's just it's just fun to like see characters grow up and become adults and deal with their problems like adults 
God fucking damn it. It's like, shouldn't be the satisfying, but, you know, that's what we're working with. If you're going to be reading a lot of um, romantic comedies type stuff. It's just like a really uh, satisfying, melodramatic, uh, fucked up premise that gets pulled off way better than it has any right to be. And, you know, I'd love to talk to somebody about the specific shit that happens in it. But it's, you know, it's a hard recommendation because I feel like a lot of the people that I talk to, a lot of spaces I'm in, uh, are critical in a way that, um, not rather, not they're critical, they're hostile. They're immediately hostile in a way where they're looking for things to pick a part of on things. Um, and you know, they come in looking to fight. And it's not, it's a, it's a series and it's a premise that will give you plenty to pick apart and uh, throw away in disgust if you come in with that mindset. But I feel like it's also something, these are, there's a certain level <laughs> of um, work where you have to meet things at their level to kind of enjoy it. You know, sometimes really trashy, ridiculous, romantic comedies um, can end up being some of your favorite things, if you let them. I don't know. Uh, right now, I feel like I'm just repeating myself, but, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'm just... Uh, speaking it out loud hoping that somebody else will come and speak something back to me about it but you know that's always how these things go anyway i've taken enough time i was i always talk a little too much on these huh hope you're uh hope this cheered you up a little bit if uh even if you're not gonna read it maybe i'll maybe i'll maybe i'll talk a little bit more about some stuff like this again Anyway, until next time, peace.